Welcome back to your favorite podcast, the Golden Crown Podcast, where each week we bring you a sprinkle of Hallmark movie magic. You have your hosts for season three. You have myself, Sally, as well as Tracy. And we are happy to bring you yet another episode. So we'll get started with our first segment, Tracy's Tips and Tricks. And I have decided, at least for my tips and tricks each time, I, I'm trying to take little tidbits of tips from Hallmark movies. Oh, I like that. And overlay them. I, I only had a few ideas, and I'm trying to match them with the movie a bit. Okay. But understand that they won't perfectly match. So my tip for that I have from the Hallmark movies for this week is... Bring out the best in your partner. Mm. So basically, you do see in a lot of Hallmark movies, you know, actively encouraging and supporting the other individual and the partnership, um, their their passion, their talents, acknowledging that they have a lot to give and enabling them to be the best they can be. It's bring out the best in your partner. I love that. Well, I did not come prepared with the new system, so I came prepared with a tip and trick for rainy days. Ooh, which since we got a lot. I was going to say that's all that life yeah. has seemed. So my tip or trick is that I, I don't know about everyone else, but when it gets gloomy outside, whether that's because of rain or just clouds, I find that my energy levels really suffer. So what I like to do is put on in the background a video that's the opposite of what weather we're experiencing because I find that like rain sounds are very soothing but for some reason when it's like storming all day I don't enjoy it as much right so I'll put on a video that shows nature that shows sunshine that shows the opposite of what we're having to kind of trick myself into feeling the way I normally do on a sunny day. Can't say it's perfect all the time, but I will say it does at least alleviate some of the <laughs> gloomy feelings that are associated with those types of days. And it so, is spring, and spring is a rainy time. Yes, it is. So, yes. Especially where we are, we have had rainy day after rainy day. Oh, Nala's joined us. How sweet you are in perfect timing to listen to our next segment, which is Sally's Smooches and Sabotage. So this week we are continuing on with our Spring Into Love Hallmark original movies. And this one was a tongue twister. We watched A Royal Runaway Romance. (laughs) Had to say that slow so I wouldn't mess it up. Which, as I put it, is a hokey title. It is a little bit. Yeah, hokey. Our leading lady, Amelia, was played by Philippa Northeast. And then our leading man, Grady, is played by Brant Dougherty. So, of course, we're going to run you through all the usual elements that Hallmark movies bring to us. Settings, sabotages, fashion, makeup, hair, betrayals, basic plot, and setting. Um, but and smooch first, meter. Yes, and our, and our new smooch meter. But first, we'll just kind of give a basic shakedown of what our plot kind of set up to be. Yes. It opens on a royal princess having her portrait painted. Very prestigious. Everything is ornate and lush. 
Um, and we kind of get to get a little bit of chemistry between her and the person painting her. It's in the hidden remarks they're making to each other. She's asking him secretly to meet her at eight in the main hallway. Mm -hmm. And um, then mom arrives, the queen herself. And we get to see already some of the tropes that we're setting up. Mom is very keeping her daughter under lock and key, so to speak. Overbearing, but coming from a really caring place rather than just like, I don't want you to experience anything. Mm-hmm. Well, um, she is able to sneak away after her duties and meet the painter who we learn is named Wes. Yes. Wes, Wes, Wes. Wes. <laughs> I mean, really, Wes. That's I mean, really, name. Wes. <laughs> really, really. But um, they exchange that they both have kind of been noticing a spark with each other mm-hmm. and that they both are interested in each other and share a rather passionate and actually quite sweet and loving kiss. This was, mind you, four minutes into the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Super Stop quick. the clock. Yes, but Wes lives in Chicago, and he has to go back because he's painted her portrait. He's done now. And, of course, she really wants to see him again. She thinks that this relationship can go somewhere. And the mom, the queen, has noticed the sparks between the two and is very kind of dismissive of her love, truthfully saying, like, there's no way this is going to work out. He lives in Chicago. You have your responsibilities here. You're going to become queen. She's very much, like, nailing that in, like, you cannot just run away from your responsibilities. Yeah. Well, this leaves Amelia in a tough position because she wants to go to America. So she calls up her uncle. Who Andreas. happens? Yeah, Andreas, who happens to live in L.A. And she's like, ooh, your birthday's coming up. I'd really love to spend time with you, but can you convince mom to let us go? And, of course, he pulls some strings because he sees it as his niece, you know, reaching out for connection, really wanting to celebrate his birthday, which actually, talking about this now made me realize we never celebrate his birthday. No, he had parties. He did have yeah, one he did, party he did in particular, right, right. but I don't think that they really said I don't think it was birthday his birthday party. party. I think it was just because a party. He said, just meet my uh, American friends, mm-hmm. and uh, he would have several parties to have them meet his American friends because yeah. it's the queen and the princess of right. Bunbury. Bunbury. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's a music festival, too. Yes, so that's an interesting, interesting name choice. Yes, it was. Once they get to L.A., Amelia has this plan that she is going to, you know, sneak away to Chicago where she'll, where she'll be able to see Wes's art show because he's putting on an art show. Mm-hmm. And he says he can't come to L.A. to visit her because he's so finishing wrapped his, up finishing in his finishing. Works. Yes, yeah. Yes. So she thinks that this is going to be really easy. She'll just kind of sneak out and come right back. She doesn't even quite realize in the beginning how far Chicago is from L.A. But... But her plans are quickly stopped because Uncle, of course, has set up for a bodyguard, Grady, who um, is responsible for looking after her. There's a lot of concerns about potentially her getting kidnapped, especially if there's recognition there of who she is and what, you know, how she could be ransomed and all of that. Uh, and her mom has already taken her passport, so flying no longer becomes an right. option. She is set very much on going to Chicago yes. to see Wes. That's the only reason she made the setup to even come out there. Right. Hadn't seen her uncle for a while. She does love her uncle, but that wasn't, I mean, this yeah. is the main, getting to America. Was her goal. Was the goal, getting to see Wes 
is the next step. So she actually takes the keys from Grady during the dance. Yes. And where she's kind of being a little... Being very flirtatious. Flirtatious to him, which which did distract him. I I didn't think as a bodyguard he would realize his keys were being taken. But somehow that happened. Of course, it is a Hallmark movie. So she's sneaking out early the next day with her, we think it's a Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton suitcase. suitcase. It definitely is. And it's not huge, folks. No. And... But it's a road trip we're coming up on. So anyway, as she gets into the car, figures out how to open it, Grady is sitting in the passenger Yeah, that seat. was really funny, actually. So he says, so, this, is my, this is my SUV. So yeah. yes, I'm going to be in So we come car. to learn that he actually wasn't oblivious right. to her stealing the he, keys. He, he had already alerted the uncle that this was occurring. And obviously he had waited in the car. Right. I don't know for how many hours, to be honest. I don't know. Presumably all night, because he'd have no idea when she was planning on leaving. Right. Um, to surprise her when she walked in. Well, Uncle is very gracious when she explains why she's driven to go to Chicago. He explains that he came to America because his love interest was in America. Right. We don't really get to know if like some like there was something that happened and then maybe the love interest like passed away. We don't we don't actually know no. what went down. That's all the details we get, but he says, "Go. You're a grown woman." You deserve to know the like where this stands, right. and you deserve to pursue love. So you go, I'll take care of. Well, mom. you've earned this freedom. You've yeah. earned this freedom. You need to go ahead and 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 she does state later that her uncle is one who did step away. Obviously, yeah. he was from it, the uncle is the queen's brother. Yes. So he gave her. So quite clearly, yeah. he comes from the royalty yeah. of Bunbury. He came here for that purpose. He stayed here. So she always had admired that about her uncle that he actually had the fortitude to. Step forward and do what he wanted to do, which was quite different than, you know, uh, typically what the family would have had him do. So, yes. So now, with the uncle's support and his credit card, yeah, <laughs> expense everything, Grady, he says, he leaves it to Grady to take Amelia across country to Chicago in his powder blue Mustang. Mustang. Yes. Convertible. Convertible, folks. Very nice. Uh, very nice wheels. Now, the only um, hesitancy on Grady's part is that oh, yes. he had he... a camping vacation coming up. Um, yeah. So, yes, he works for Andreas, uh, and he didn't have a problem doing this, being the professional chauffeur, as it were, and bodyguard. Yeah. However, depending on how long it took them to drive to Chicago, this was going to impact impe- his trip. impede upon his yeah. planned vacation time. Yeah. Since we've kind of introduced our characters, I think it's important to start in on our elements. Okay. So in terms of character sketches that Cindy has talked about, yes. once again, we had a very strong-willed female lead. Yes. Contrasting a little bit with what we saw last week, she is very outgoing. Mm-hmm. She loves to make connections with people, but she's also very determined to get her way. When the uncle revealed that he had assigned Grady to be her bodyguard, she was very insistent that she knew how to take care of herself, that she had no need of him, and that her mom's assistant, Camilla, could take care of her instead. Yes. So she's very headstrong in that way. She believes that she should chase down what she wants. In fact, when Wes says that he can't um, come to L.A., the assistant's kind of like, ah, maybe we should just like drop the whole thing and move on. And she's more of the mindset where there's a will, there's a way. Right. I want to pursue this. Let's keep going. Grady, he's kind of a little bit more eh, on character development. I mean, he was 
it wasn't that he wasn't strong. I just felt like we didn't get a full in-depth really review of him. You get it throughout throughout the movie is how Yeah, is how I just feel like he's a very static character. Yes. He doesn't have too much going on. Um there is a little bit of resentment in terms of his family. His dad had started a ranch because that was his dream. Um, and he had kind of expected Grady to stay and be a part of that. We learn later that he's in Nebraska. Obviously, Grady hightailed it out and went to L.A. and started to work for Andreas. He also, of course, had someone in his past because when do we not have someone in our past? Yes. And uh-huh. once again, we have someone who took him to the altar but then broke it off. So, yes, yes Emma and, and him. X. Yeah, Emma and him called it quits. Little bit of hurt there. Not as much as what we've seen from past Hallmark movies, but a little bit. So yeah, that's kind of our character sketch. In terms of settings, especially as we're kind of rolling across America here, Bunbury was beautiful. Yes. And actually, I felt that the settings were pretty realistic. Like, I didn't feel like, ooh, that's clearly staged. Like, right. I was like, oh yeah. All I could, throughout, I, yeah. Would, I would agree. The ones in the mansion, I don't know if it yeah. was, maybe it, was, it wasn't a castle, it was more yeah, a mansion. Yeah, it, it was more of a mansion. And the ones at... Andreas's oh, mansion. Oh, wow, yeah, they were gorgeous. Gated, huge house. All of that was very genuine. Everything was beautiful, especially when we kind of get to our America parts. We can touch on those as well. Yes. But first comment I have to make in terms of their planned road trip. Driving across America in this economy? But I suppose it all goes on <laughs> Uncle's credit card. That's it doesn't right. really matter. Right. Just I, just, I just had to say it. I just had to say it. In a Mustang. In a, yeah, that's the thing. In a Mustang. Um, yes. It is really sweet because, of course, we see our common emotions between the two main characters going from resentment to love. So in the beginning, especially Amelia was very resentful of Grady, yes. especially since she really had wanted to do this trip by herself. Right. If she was going to go with anyone, it was going to be the assistant, Mia. Yes. But Uncle, of course, really wanted Grady. He trusts Grady, and he believes that Grady could protect her if anything arose. Well, they barely get down the road, and she determines, okay, well, kind of, I'm hungry. So they stop at a diner, and this scene is just so beautifully done. She's amused by everything. She's amused by the fact that the waitress says, y'all, and coming right up, all those kind of, like, normal. Yeah, yeah. So it is really funny, but... That is almost what kind of starts to break the ice between the two of them. Because actually, even as early on as in that diner, Grady's kind of revealing a little bit about his past with his parents. She's kind of suggesting, oh, well, if you're feeling, you know, like you want to reconnect with your dad, I think you should give him a call. Right. You know, start that relationship back up. Yep. And she also reveals that driving across America actually wasn't just for Wes, like we had been led to believe. Yes. It was something that her dad always valued. He said that when he traveled America, um, he got to know himself better, yes. not just, you know, and going he to be planned yeah. to take her on a trip across America, and he passed away. Unexpectedly. Yes. So, so yeah, she's really kind of yes. seeing this as a redemption trip, even though, of course, he can't be there with her. Yes. So already we're getting a little bit more depth on our characters. They also stop in Utah for the Spring Fling Festival. Yes, which was very, uh, very Hallmark. Yes, and, and clearly it was spring, spring oh, fling, yeah. but it's yeah. a festival, and typically you don't, 
No, so I, I don't think I've ever heard of a spring festival. Fall festival. Yeah. But it had the, the, the booze and the, the games. And, of course, she, she was enjoying corn on the cob. She yes. had a gorgeous dress on she with did. the sweater. Yes. Yes, very nice. And um, she got to play a game. She won the game. And in, in doing so, she got to meet Becca and understand a little bit about who she is. And she felt that there was something wrong, that Becca was upset about something, approaches her just by herself in a solitary moment and just kind of, you know, gets to know her a little bit. And Becca opens up and says, well, tonight's the dance, which we yeah. did know there was a spring fling dance. Yeah, because she wants to go. She wants to go. And, of course, Grady's saying, well, we can we can yeah, stay. We can I mean, it's late. It's late enough now. We might as well just stay here. Right. And they stay in a really cute place there as well. But so she helps Becca because really what's happened is Becca forgot her dress at home, her dance dress. She just has jeans on or something like that figures that bryson who she likes will not ask her to dance when she's looking the way she looks and so um amelia gives her a beautiful dress just gives it to her doesn't want it back just says this will look gorgeous on you yeah you take that and uh and we see bryson dancing with becca successfully at that dance and we already we see the sparty and amelia dance but we also get to see our character calling shout out there is when they're dancing together there is another couple kind of off to the side and the woman says, wait a minute, I think that's a royal. And I consider this to be Colleen's character because Colleen knows everything about everyone. So this would be her in the Hallmark movie. But this recognition, of course, is really detrimental in the end. But before we get to that point, I'd love to say that, wow, when they were dancing together, there was some serious palpable chemistry. Yes. She wants to dance. He says... I, I don't like the dancing. classic Hallmark. So it's not it's not that he can't. We find that out. He can dance, but he said I don't like to dance. So you have the kind of the semi fast dance kind of at first, and then yeah. it goes to the slow dance, of course, which yeah. is the serious time where yes, they're getting a little bit too close. Yeah, and she actually pull ends away. It. Yeah, she both ends both pull it. Away. Like, well, we need to get some sleep. Yeah, Gotta leave early morning. Yes, yeah. but in the morning, unfortunately, due to that recognition, we do have yes. a lot of news people yes. swarming them, asking if she's the princess, all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But Grady was able to quickly get them in the car and get them away from the press. Mm-hmm. Along their stops across America, one of the things that they do is they um, also go camping because obviously that's what Grady wanted to do on his trip anyway. So she tries to kind of respect that as well and incorporate it into their and somehow trip. when they're driving in the middle of nowhere they must find some place that they can buy oh, all this camping yeah, equipment they, have, they suddenly have camping because equipment. all of a sudden there they are each of them with their own tent yeah, all yeah. set up she's perfectly uh, outfitted and so is yeah. he for the elements yes but it we'll is get really that sweet one. because you know they're eating hot dogs he's recognizing okay like she's not this like prim and proper princess so to speak that he was kind of expecting um like she enjoys hot dogs she really wants to experience things like that's really what she's trying to do throughout this whole trip mm-hmm. so of course he thinks okay if she wants to get the american experience we gotta make s'mores yes. um mom questioned his s'mores technique because I, I there was no chocolate I 
present. I did not see they any chocolate. They roasted the marshmallows. She actually caught hers on fire, of course. And when she was trying to put it on the graham cracker, she's just kind of spreading it with the stick. And he says, you're hurting me on a metaphysical level. And mom and I loved that so much that that is actually the quote of the podcast. They're so yes, coming from their s'mores experience. So he shows her how no, you take the other part yeah. of the graham cracker and you slide that marshmallow off in between, but I swear I saw no chocolate in there. I, d- I didn't think I saw chocolate and I can, either, so. He was clearly saying this is s'mores, and I don't know how you can claim that's a s'more. I, that, that must be of a no- Nevada s'more. Yeah, maybe, maybe. It's not an Ohio s'more, because we like our Hershey's chocolate. Yeah, we do. Um, but it is really sweet. They also stop at a kind of like bed and breakfast place at yes, in they, Colorado. Yes, in Colorado called Rosemary's Bed and Breakfast. Yes. And it's got our one of our, our favorite actresses. Same mom from Second Chance at Love. Yes. So yes. same actress. We yes. love her so much. Her name is, she goes by Rosie, and she has her husband, yeah, Arnie. Arnie, I think Arnie, it is. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, so they are just like, you know, your idea of the perfect married couple. Mm-hmm. They've been together for almost 50 years almost at this 50 point. 50 years, and it was love at first yeah. sight. So we get to hear their whole background, and of course this is a constant point of contention between Amelia and Grady, he being of the belief that love at first sight can't happen. No. There could be an initial connection, time. but yeah, you yes. got to cultivate that over time. Her saying, no, love at first sight is possible, though she does admit that it could be quite rare. Yes. yes. So... Um, in getting to know the couple, she um, goes to her room and there's this hand crocheted quilt that yes. Rose, Rosie had made. Yes. Um, and she's just feeling it, saying it's so soft, saying it's better than um, even like the oh, linens that she has exactly. at her fancy palace kind of yes. thing. Um, but actually this leads to a really funny scene because they both go to their respective rooms. They had just had a tiff in the car prior to this. Um, she kind of snapped at him because Wes had given her a call and was kind of like, you know, if you show up earlier than Wednesday, I'm not sure I'll be able to spend time with right. you because I'm just Still so busy prepping. Exactly. Yeah, so she's kind of put off by this and Grady, of course, is like, hmm, he won't see you till Wednesday. And she snaps at him. I would think that you of all people would understand what professional obligations look like. And it yes. is a tense moment. Yes. So I I think she might have been almost like popping in to say sorry she changes her mind and they both go in their respective yes. rooms well when she's about to head down to dinner she wants to just pop in the restroom to freshen up and there greedy is standing with only a towel on and she <laughs> yelps and runs downstairs yes. <laughs> compliments him on his shirt and he says yes. yeah better when better it's on <laughs> It's cringy in a Hallmark way. Yeah, but, it was. It was. But yes, um, as they're getting ready to leave, Rosie is showing uh, Amelia some techniques for crocheting, it looks mm-hmm. like, and they're kind of just having a heart-to-heart, and Rosie reveals that they don't have enough money to keep the bed and breakfast up and running, right. so she thinks they might they might have to sell it before the end yeah. of the year. property taxes, and then they had a new highway, so people don't drive by that right. bed and breakfast very frequently. Yeah, yeah. So, so they don't have to make Exactly. Guess. But when they're leaving, Rosie actually comes out with the quilt all tied up in a ribbon saying that she wants Amelia to keep it to remember them by. Right. And Amelia says, you know what? I have a gift for you too, but you have to wait till we drive away before you open it. Right. So Rosie's ready because once the car's out of sight, she just hands the note on over yeah, to yeah, exactly. Arnie and she's like, all right, I'm opening this up and gasps because it is 
a set of very expensive pearls that Amelia had received from presumably a French suitor, I'm guessing, is kind of right. the vibe I got. Or, yeah, some Someone who was trying to woo her the over. royalty of France or yeah, something. Yeah, but yes, it clearly yes. doesn't really match yes. her vibe. So, like, she knew she wasn't going to use them anyways. So, yeah, she was giving that to her as an opportunity to save the bed and breakfast. Exactly. And she says... I think I got this to give it to someone who needed it, and I want to be able to stop at your bed and breakfast the next time I'm on an adventure. Right. So just a very sweet, again, showing that window into Amelia's character. Mm -hmm. She's very giving, Mm -hmm. very generous. She (laughs) senses when people need something. I mean, that something's happening. She at least pays attention to them on an individual level. I love, there was one thing that uh, Rosie said in there, too, as she was teaching Amelia how to do some of the crocheting. She said anything made... With love takes, takes time. time. Yeah, very So I, I think sweet that was another quotes. little kind of foreshadow. Yes. But um, they then... are on their way, and, you know, Amelia and Grady are kind of talking, and Grady's like, well, if he can't even spend time with you on Wednesday, I feel like we should not get there till Wednesday. And Amelia has learned from the many, many uh, voicemails left by her mom mm-hmm. that her mom is currently in Chicago awaiting for her to show up because at this point, the news is out. Um, yeah. The uncle and yeah. Camila had to reveal that, yes, okay, Amelia is not coming home. Right. She's actually left, been gone since the night of the party or morning after the Chicago. party. Yep. Yeah, and she wants to go to yep. Chicago. So they're waiting, and so that kind of also dissuades Amelia because she really wants to see Wes before she faces her mom. Yes. Presumably she wants to see how things play out instead of having to answer all of the mom's questions without having any answers in regards right. to the whole West situation right. to begin with. So they decide to just tack on Nebraska, which is where Grady is from, to see the family ranch. And this is a very, again, very hallmark scene, very faith family fellowship, food, food, all of them, all of them. The mother is very gracious and welcoming to Amelia. Mm -hmm. I think the father does, he's the only one that says something about, I'm sorry that it didn't work out with Emma. Yeah, he does. So he's the only one that kind of acknowledges that. Yeah, Yeah. because it's been a while since Grady's been home. Right. But um, very importantly, when they meet with the parents, we get to learn, surprise, surprise, the parents' 35th anniversary is coming up at the weekend. We got a lot of that last year's homework. We did, we did. 35 years, I think. (laughs) Yeah, so we get to learn that they're coming up, and they get to share their love story as well. So their love story is a very big contrast to Arnie and Rosie. By comparison, she is explaining, you know, I didn't actually like him that much right away. He kind of got under my skin. He kind of annoyed me. But... She said that they really grew on each other and continued to grow together and grew their love. So from that exchange, you really get to learn, okay, so this is where Grady's coming from because obviously this is what he was raised seeing. He didn't have parents who had that initial spark love story. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of where he's grounded in. So they talk about seeing with your heart. So basically the mom's point is once you begin to see with your heart, then you you know you know what is right before right. you and what you really want. Amelia has this kind of as the grounding of as right. you said where Grady comes from. They have a very good time at the ranch. They yeah. ride horses yes. and both look very natural yeah, riding the they horses. Do. They do. And I think it's the real actor and actress I doing believe it. I, it was. Yeah. It wasn't a long shot or anything. You kind of mm-hmm. got the close in and yeah, so I, that course, was that was impressive. Go yeah, ahead. of course we have come to the moment we've been waiting for since the start of the movie, her return to Chicago. Mm. Of course, as we sprinkled in, there are some kind of 
alarm bells going off in terms of Wes, just his reluctance and trying to even meet her halfway, all those kinds of things. And we are not really disappointed. Um, by the time they get to Chicago, you can tell Grady wants to tell Amelia so bad how he feels about her. But he lets her go. He lets her go off with Wes um, to the art show. She's she wearing, seems reluctant, too. I, she, I'll put she, in. Is, she, yeah, she was She crying. seems reluctant yeah. to be turning around and leaving Grady. Because yeah, she says she wants to see him again at, in some capacity. Right. So they have to leave one another, and she does bring that gorgeous pink dress, which we'll probably post on the Instagram because Mm -hmm. it's worth seeing, um, to the art show. Yes. So before we really get to, like, the climax of everything happening, we'll just pause for very brief fashion and makeup since we haven't touched on it yet. Yes, and especially in terms of that pink dress. Yes. Because I think it is very representative of the amazing fashion choices oh my that were made in this movie. Oh my From goodness. the assistant Camilla to Bra- or Grady to Amelia to even the queen herself. Andreas. Andreas. Oh. All of them. Yes. So well dressed. Yes. And even contrasting a lot of the royalty to some of the people they meet along the way. Rosie, Arnie, the parents. There, you do get to see the contrast in what they're wearing, which I did appreciate because that would be realistic. Yes, yes. Um, but yes, yeah, still, just everything was so yeah, beautiful. Yeah, she could pack in one little suitcase. Yeah, that was impressive. Because every outfit was so put together. It was. And the actress, I mean, I don't know. I don't think she could wear anything poorly. True, just, true. Everything she wore was absolutely, yeah. just looked so good on her. Not like, a lot know, of differences with the hair. Not too much. But it was had, gorgeous. Had some pullback on the side true. with one. I mean, a little bit. Yeah. But and not, her hair color, oh my goodness. It was a beautiful ombre kind of um, darker brown, yeah. lighter brown, right. interspersed. It was so beautiful. Yeah. Really great makeup, mm-hmm. especially especially for Amelia. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't. And think even I've a couple looked. looks of Camilla, I really liked yeah. a lot of her looks yeah. as well, makeup looks as well. Yeah, yeah. And the Queen. Oh, true. Yes, her yes. as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, so I think all around I think for Amelia, I think the biggest thing just she has such a natural, fresh beauty. She does, and that's the actress. I mean, yeah. it's not. Yeah, they they enhanced it. They did very sure, well with sure. it. Sure. But she she herself had that yes. really natural yeah. beauty. Yeah. Yeah. Which Definitely. Was, which is fantastic. Clothes, mm-hmm. makeup. The settings, we've, we've touched on the settings we from the have. perspective that everything, even the drive scenes across America, of the car, car driving up to places, every place yeah. they went to, inside, outside, all beautiful. They, Hallmark, you, you did us bad by the driving with yeah. the green screen. So, so from inside the car as they are driving, that was the yeah. only green only screen, time obviously, you know, settings going by, scenery going by. And I will say and the that, other thing that was kind of difficult outside of the green screens is a lot of times, and I, I thought it was cute and tasteful for a majority of the movie, whenever they were crossing over into a new state, they put kind of like the welcome, right, right. you know, Utah, welcome Colorado. But when they got to Nebraska, I don't know who made this choice, but they left the Nebraska on the screen and panned and kind of tried to shift it out of frame. Oh, it was clunky. Yeah, I did I not that's... appreciate it. Um, I think you might have been making no- notes at the time. I'm not sure you saw it, Mom. No. But yeah, I, whoever did that, I just wanted to be like, no, you just pop it off the screen at that point. Thank you, Nala. You just pop it off the screen. You don't You don't worry about yeah. leaving it in the frame and slowly shifting it yeah, off. It was no, a little rough. But yes, I would agree. For the most part, everything was tasteful. Minus green screen, minus shifting. Um, yes. Card. Yes. There. Exactly. <laughs> but we have, of course, reached the point 
where Amelia and Wes are at his art show. Mm. And she, of course, is actually still very loving towards him. We must say, in Nebraska, when they were setting up a picnic for the for um, Amelia and Grady, they share an almost kiss. Yes. Close. Very close. close. But that is in the past, and she is with Wes now. <laughs> um, but he is making some very unnerving remarks. He is saying that, you know, oh, I noticed that these people are still coming up to you to get pictures with you. You're even popular here. Why don't we go outside and get some pictures with the press? It'll be, be really good for, for you, for us. me. Oh, yes. And he's making comments about how, well, right now he's just really trying to build up his work. She asks him, okay, for true love, like, would you be willing to move? And he's like, well, I've spent all this time setting up in Chicago, so no. And he shows <laughs> a picture of a, or he shows a painting he had just finished of yes. an elderly couple. Yeah. Um, so it's just a portrait, really, of the two of them. And, of course, she's like, well, what's the story behind that? Yeah, How the, long have they been married? Yeah. He goes, well, I really didn't ask that. I just paint what I see at the time. Yeah. So and she realizes the She has the a dangling depth. question of, is that what you felt when you were painting my portrait? And right. he just kind of is like, what? And then no, they move. of course not. Yeah. No, he doesn't even deny it. He just oh, says, what? And then that's when the people come up for the picture. So that, that is just dropped. But, yeah. you know, it's very much implied, like, he just kind of takes what things are in the moment and although that's fine that's not really what Amelia is looking for she's looking for something far more long term she's asking all these questions she says I don't really see where this is going she says you know what me either and she kisses him on the cheek because she's grateful she says she is grateful to him because without him she would not have come across America so she respects the fact that that is what got her to take the next step but obviously she's ready to take the next next step and so she hightails it to her her mom's yes. sweet yes. hotel room was, situation in yes. Chicago. And they have a very brief but very good heart-to-heart. Right. The mom had realized, thanks to Camille's um, assistance, that Amelia was kind of feeling like she just needed some independence. And the mom never meant to be overbearing, but... You know, because of the dad dying unexpectedly, she kind of hung on to her daughter a little bit too closely. And knowing that her daughter is going to be queen then at some point, she feels like there's a certain amount that she has to instill in her and share with her. Right. And and help her develop because she wants her to be happy and successful and fulfilled. But she does acquiesce to Amelia that perhaps she had been hanging on too tightly and that she does want moving forward to have a much more healthier relationship with her daughter. Amelia recognizes, you know, I shouldn't have run off the way I did. I saw an opportunity, I seized it, but I should not have let you worry the way that I let you worry. Um, And of course the queen wants to hear all about the travels and all she talks about is Grady, Grady, Grady. Mentions that things didn't go well with Wes, but the focus is on Grady. Grady was the perfect partner. Yes, and the mom says, you know what? I don't think your adventure is over yet, and the crown will be waiting for whenever you are ready to return. So that open invitation to seek what comes next. Very so that brings very good acting. Oh my gosh, amazing! Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Very much, especially very believable. What we normally see in a Hallmark movie. Yeah. Yes. So Amelia heads on back to Nebraska because it is time to celebrate the 35th anniversary. Um, The parents are astounded to see her back because the mom um, and Grady were already reconnected after Brady returned from Chicago. She even mentions how she already saw the sparks flying between the two of them. Um, She's already looked up Amelia. No, she's a princess. (laughs) 
Yes. Um, and so she is well aware of where their feelings stand for one another. I think she saw it in Amelia just as much as she saw it in her son. Yeah. So upon Amelia's return, she knows what that means. They graciously accept the gift that she's brought for their anniversary and tell her that, well, the person you really want to see is out at the stables. So they are reconnected. Mm-hmm. He is astounded to see her there. Doesn't even really ask about Wes, to be honest. No. Um, He's leading a horse out there, drops the horse's rein right there, just drops him. (laughs) Yeah, and she confesses that she thinks that true love can happen within a span of a couple days because she has proven it because she fell in love with him. He kisses her. Mom, we're on the smooch meter. Super high smooch meter. Super high. I think think we blew the top off the smooch meter. Oh, more than nine kittens? Oh, it's pretty darn close. Yeah, I'd say so, too. It's pretty darn close, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I'd say so, and it's right at the end of the movie. Right at the end of the movie. Literally, yes. And when we thought he wasn't going to say it back, he pulls out of the kiss and says, I fell in love with you, too. Yes. Very sweet ending, and of course, this really encompasses, I think, their chemistry, because... Once again, we get to see a Hallmark movie where things happen very naturally. Yeah. There's a lot of connections through the conversations they have. There's a lot of very tender moments through the dancing, through the picnics, through expressing what they want in life and mm-hmm. what they're working towards mm-hmm. and what they're fearful of and where what drove them to the place that they are today. Mm-hmm. So, yes, just a lot of very natural chemistry building and major sparks between the two of them. Yeah, really good. Really good. And I think they the, they support each other so much. You know, my little tips and trick about bringing out yeah. the best in your partner. I think the one thing that, and it's probably midway through, I, um, it's after they were in Colorado after Rosie's bed and breakfast. She says to him, I like that you think before you speak. Yeah. And he says, I like that you say what you feel. Yeah. So, I mean, they're again, they're, yeah, they find, they're, they're finding the best of each other right. and encouraging that. Um so, yes, it, 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 it's a really great chemistry between mm-hmm. the two. Mm-hmm. But that, of course, is really all of our elements. So this leads into yes. our final segment. Colleen's Counts segment. Where we give all of our counts. We give our coffee, coats, purses, and our woo-woo rating. So this week I took the double count. You I did. took coffee and coat. Coffee... Low. One, maybe two. There was one definite <laughs> coffee. There was one that was in kind of like a, a cup, so I couldn't really tell if it was tea or coffee. Yeah. But you know what? Just because it's so low, I'm going to count it. I'm going to say two. Okay. Coat count, generously four. Okay. Um, The first one was kind of more of a jacket rather than a coat, but again, because it was low, I counted it. But I will give them props because like we said earlier, they did... Confirm that this happened in spring. So right. I guess and we are kind she of. She actually did wear the same yes, coat. She did several times. She which did. Is, you know, for the princess, I right. thought that was pretty amazing. Although, again, I guess that was a small suitcase. Yeah. So the purse count, yes, really low. Two. Yeah. One she, was a clutch. Mm, yes. Right. Yes. The, the other one was at the fair. Yeah, and very brief. We're actually this is also a generous count because we couldn't tell if it was a shopping bag or, or a purse. purse. 
So the next time I looked, it seemed like, yeah, I, so we're not sure what we're, happened there. We're going to be generous. Yeah. We're going to. We're generous on all of our accounts today, exactly. <laughs> but definitely low because obviously most of it was on the road. Right. And he's got, he, yeah, he's, the uncle's credit card. Yeah. So, so he's, he's, he's all set. She doesn't need anything. Nope. Nope. She's good. <laughs> She's good. Just keep buying. <laughs> so then we have the woo-woo rating. Was, was, was. After our. Our wonderful golden yeah. retriever who woo-woos for her expression of everything in You've life. heard her in Good, the background. Good, bad, ugly, whatever. That's the woos. And we go from one to five. Mm-hmm. One being the worst Hallmark movie you've seen. Five being the very best Hallmark movie you've seen. So, Sally, do you want to start us? I can start. I am on a roll. I gave it a five woo-woos. I really, really didn't want to do it, if I'm being honest. I have watched quite a few of the Hallmark Royals movies, and for the most part, I've found them to be extremely lame, if I'm being honest. So Mm -hmm. I was fully intending, like, this was going to be a three woos at best movie. But it really astounded me. The acting was stupendous, Mm -hmm. both on, you know, the Queen's End, Amelia's end and even Brady's end as yes. well. I thought just all around very real again. Like, um, even though they did kind of lean a little bit into the oh, I, I'm a royal, so I feel trapped kind of thing that we often see as a repeated right. theme. Right. I thought that they gave it kind of a bit of a twist in the sense of like the connection she felt with her father and wanting to find herself through the adventure. I thought that was right. very right. just you know something that you actually you could come across. Right. So. I gave it five. What about you? So I also gave it a five. <laughs> I thought you and, might. And and I was, yeah, I was looking like, is there something just, I shouldn't do this, because it really a five, but it really it was. It really was. I, I, I can diss the green screen for all that uh, work, but yeah. seriously, that was the only time you yeah. were in the car, that was it. Everything else. And for all the settings that they do, I admit, the driving, I can almost forgive. Right. Right. Because all the other settings were just... Amazing. Amazing. Absolutely beautiful i mean even as we're walking even the camping it yeah. wasn't a fake no set no it wasn't put your little tents and it, right. it was a real setting i mean it was a, it was very very well done and yes i'm also one that's very hesitant when it's got a royal that yes yeah. okay it's all about stretching out and learning who you are and getting away from all that you know um suffocating yeah obligation right uh type of environment of being a royal so i was really anticipating that in in, in the previews ha- had lended me they towards, did they did really did lend me towards thinking three at best is yep. what i'm i don't really even want to watch this but yeah. it's our podcast we'll watch yeah. it i know what i'm gonna say and you know what we learn we learned, don't prejudge don't judge come in with an open mind bites. open heart yes Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Because it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I mean... Just, I would recommend this one more than any other Royal Hallmark movie oh, yeah, I've ever most seen. Most assuredly. The best one they've, they've made that's a royal yeah. one. And I will say, last closing remark, seeing Brant Dougherty play Grady as a character, so different from his previous role that probably a majority of people might know him from, being Noel Kahn on Pretty Little Liars. Once again, oh. we have a PLL actor slash actress from right in front of me a couple weeks before now. 
Uh, yeah, just such a stark character difference that it's really hard to get used to in the beginning, but I got there. Just as a side note from me. Okay. <laughs> so we have reached the point where we need to give our shout-outs. Shout-out to Jasmine! You're almost to the finish line. You're going to graduate. So excited for you! Shout-out to... Tessa, you're upstairs. <laughs> you had a one. No, you didn't have a wonderful day, but you made a wonderful day yes. for a lot of people, yes. and we love you. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out to our sponsor, Anchor. Thank you for always supporting us. Speaking of support, shout out to our husbands, <laughs> to Mark and to Nick, and, and of course we're gonna shout obligatory out obligatory Michael. Michael shout out. <laughs> And shout out to Colleen. Yeah, shout out to our favorite co-host, Colleen. Thank both you and Michael for taking Nick out to dinner today. Bless your hearts. Um, And, of course, shout out to previous podcast guests, Jess and Cindy. Jess, you're also approaching your graduation. We are so proud of you. And actually, since some listeners might even be approaching their graduation, just shout out to all yes, the grads because I know right. we we almost that time of that year. season. Yeah. Yes. Next week we will be tackling um, the next installment of Spring into Love, and that episode will have a very very special guest. But you'll Ooh. have to wait to find out who. So eager. So who can it be? <laughs> but until next week. Cheers! Cheers.